0: Local leaders, top stories, the news that matters most to you. The News Drive at 5 with host Patrick Reynolds starts now.
1: Welcome to the News Drive at 5 here at WSIC News Talk Radio 4. Thursday, January the 11th, 2024, 5.06 p.m. on the Eastern, East Coast time. brings you right into the studio. That's 704-873-1400. We'll be giving away some tickets to a pair of home shows a little bit later in the news drive at 5. But first, here's the top 5 at 5 stories that we are tracking tonight for you and your ride home. We've got another wet weather storm heading our way. Two suspects were arrested in connection with local storage unit break-ins. Local businessman Brad Howard has announced his candidacy for Iredell County Commissioner. A Mooresville rape trial will continue on Friday, and Statesville has been selected as the third overnight stop for the 2024 Cycle North Carolina Mountains to Coast ride. We potentially could have a traffic update today. Maybe, maybe not. We're watching the phone lines. Uh, iCats has been checking in with us daily, and we'll see if they check in with us again. In the meantime, we're going to head to our top five at five and other headlines to keep you informed on this Thursday, January the 11th. Two suspects have been arrested after the Ardell County Sheriff's Office investigated reports of multiple storage unit break-ins during December in Troutman and Mooresville. Amanda Sue Jones, 38, and Robert Dale Morton, 29, were charged with seven counts each of felony conspiracy, felony breaking and entering, and misdemeanor child abuse. A magistrate set bond at $250,000 each for Jones and Morton. Victims reported the locks had been cut off several storage units and items were stolen. Detectives Charles Davidson and Kevin Sherrard of the Iredell County Sheriff's Office investigated the case. The detectives interviewed witnesses and reviewed surveillance video from the crime scenes and were able to identify a suspect vehicle as a Ford Expedition. The four-year-old daughter of the suspects was in the vehicle with them during the break-ins where Morton and Jones were charged. The two of them were arrested in a motel in Huntersville on Monday. Detectives are continuing to investigate the case. Ardell County Sheriff's Office is currently assisting other law enforcement agencies to help clear their cases. Additional charges are pending. A young woman who claims she was raped six years ago by another student on the campus of Mooresville High School took the witness stand in Ardell County Superior Court on Wednesday. Testifying in the trial of Jericho Montrell Neal, the woman told the jury that she left class and met Neal at a stairwell at the bottom floor of the Magnolia building on March of 2018. During questioning from Assistant District Attorney Regina Mahoney, the woman who was 14-year-olds on the day says she claimed she was sexually assaulted. Neil 22, is charged with second-degree de- forcible rape, a Class C felony under North Carolina sentencing guidelines. A Class C felony is conviction, is punishable by 44 to 182 months imprisonment. The defendant has pleaded not guilty. defense attorney Ken Darty, in his opening statement told the jury his client who was 16 year old, 16 years old in March of 2018 had consensual sex with his accuser. Testimony began on Tuesday after the jury of six men and six women were impaneled. A female juror was accused on Wednesday after she informed the judge that she knew the accuser's mother. She said she did not realize it until after she had been selected. One of the two alternates, both of whom are men, replaced the woman, changing the composition of the panel to seven men and five women. Local businessman Brad Howard has announced his candidacy. For an Iredell County Commissioner. Howard said in his official campaign announcement I'm running for County Commissioner because I believe that the people of Iredell County deserve sincere, transparent, and effective leadership. He added As we campaign across the county, I look forward to hearing from voters to better understand their thoughts, ideas, and concerns. I believe in freedom and reasonable conversation and that we need a solutions-first attitude. If elected, residents can expect more from me. I will put my business-minded experience to work in order to protect taxpayers, improve how our local government works for all residents, and help attract new businesses and jobs to our county. Howard, who lives in Mooresville, is one of seven Republicans running in the March 5th primary election for three seats on the Board of Commissioners. Early voting begins on February 15th. An Aradol County resident for the majority of his life, Howard said he has deep passion for the county. He hopes to use his business skills and experience to address the challenges facing county residents. We will have more about Brad Howard's announcement and his campaign a little bit later in the show. As we talked about yesterday, and just as the teaser at the top of the show, we are giving away today... Four tickets to upcoming home shows. Uh, They will be in January and February. Got some details right here for you. We will be giving them away in the final segment of the News Drive at 5. That will be between 5.45 and 6 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. As you listen to us live Thursday, January 11th, here's what we're going to do. Just call into the studio after 5.45 Our final commercial break, we'll announce the phone number, which you can talk ahead of time about any of the news headlines of the day or anything that's on your mind, especially if you're sitting in that I-77 traffic going back and forth to uptown to the lake. 704-873-1400 gets you right in here to the studio. We can chat on air. But for the tickets, which, like I said, after 5.45, here are the two home shows. Greater Charlotte Home and Landscape Show. That will be December 26th, 27th, and 28th at the Cabarrus Arena in Concord. And the Charlotte Home and Remodeling Show. That will be February 23rd. 24th and 25th at the park expo and conference center in charlotte so we're going to w- give away t- four tickets total two to each show they will be given away today on the news drive at five in just over 30 minutes your winning phone number 704-873-1400 you can use that in the meantime to chat about the news but we will give away these tickets after five forty five. In case you missed that and don't win this afternoon, because these are great shows and popular ones, we want to tell you that tickets will be giving away not only on the News Drive at 5, but tonight right after us on the scoreboard with Joe Berg. He'll have uh, another four tickets, two for each show tonight, as well as tomorrow morning, uh, the Good Morning LKN, morning drive time show, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. every weekday morning here in WSIC, as well as the home ad show 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. with Brian Summers. So we've got a lot of tickets to give away. We're not going to just do this today. We're going to be doing this over the next several weeks. So good morning, LKN. Home ad, the news drive here at 5, and the scoreboard are your winning combinations to these home show tickets. Charlotte Home and Remodeling Show, as well as the Greater Charlotte Home and Landscape Show. Stay tuned to win 704-873-1400. 704-873-1400. We've got more news headlines coming up as we the News Drive at 5 rolls on. We've got possible uh, weather incoming. Chase Myers may join us, much like iCats. It's a live show, live broadcast. We're rolling with you. You're rolling through traffic, hopefully nice, on I-77 today around Lake Norman. We're up here in Statesville. We've got you covered. News Drive at 5. I'm Patrick Reynolds. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the News Drive at 5 here at WSIC News Talk Radio. I'm Patrick Reynolds taking you home. And as we teased at the top of the show, we possibly have another wet weather system heading our way. And he's almost become like a partner with us here at the News Drive at 5. In our early days, meteorologist Chase Myers joins us. How
2: are you, Chase? Hey guys, welcome back again for another edition of Busy Weather. <laughs>
1: yeah. You've certainly given us a lot to talk about here in the early days of our own broadcast here at the News Drive at 5, brand new on WSIC Radio. Uh, what do we have looking at from what I see? Possibly some wet weather on Friday the 12th.
2: Yeah, we got another system coming up. You know, we, I, was, I was serious the other week when we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, hey, we have one system taking them one at a time, and then every three to five days we have another one. And that's kind of what we've been doing this week. Of course, Tuesday was a, a really wet system for us, and of course, tons of flooding across uh, across the board, all across North Carolina, uh, all across the Lake Norman area. We had wind. But now as we go into Friday, yeah, we've got a wet system on the way, but I've had a lot of questions here over the last 24 hours about, hey, is this going to be like Tuesday, or are we looking as bad as Tuesday? And my quick answer to that is no, we're not, uh, and, and partial because it's not an all-day thing, and also because... We don't have as much rain on the way or as much wind on the way. So for tomorrow, for our Friday, you know, we have a quiet night of weather. If you look out, we have a clear sky now. That continues overnight. As we get into Friday morning, we'll start the day with sunshine and we're dry. Uh, But as we go throughout the day, you'll notice first those high clouds kind of filtering in. The sky will have like a, a milky look to it. And then as we get into the afternoon, clouds will thicken up and we can have some showers starting generally in the 2 to 4 p.m. time range. But as we go into Friday evening, that evening commute home from work could be a bit messy. Um, we could have some heavy rain, some pockets of heavy rain there. But generally, overall, thinking less than a half an inch of rain, you know, and to put that in perspective, we had three or four inches of rain in some parts on Tuesday. So this is a lot less rain than what we had on Tuesday. And in partial, that's because it's coming through in the evening. I will tell you, you know, if you go a little further east, if you go up to the Triad area, they at least have a chance for a couple of thunderstorms Friday night. For us in the Statesville area, Lake Norman area, that chance maybe not so much. So uh, we'll say some showers and some rain through Friday evening. Maybe a rumble of thunder, uh, and the winds will pick up too. We'll have some 20 to 30 mile per hour gusts tomorrow evening. Uh, but it's in and out of here pretty quickly by midnight-ish, if you will, on Friday, if not before. Uh, and then we're setting the stage for a pretty nice weekend. Finally, a dry weekend. Finally, some mm. sunshine uh, and pretty typical January with mornings in the upper 20s and. We'll end up in the upper 40s uh, Saturday and Sunday. So not a crazy day tomorrow. Um, Just be mindful. You know, your Friday evening plans may be be a bit wet. Probably going to want to take it a little slower for the commute tomorrow evening, kind of getting to and from wherever you're going. Uh, But it's a quick shot of half an inch rain or so and in and out of here pretty fast.
1: We get these systems, then a few clear days, systems, a few clear days. Is this all the result of the El Nino effect?
2: Yeah, 100%. You know, <laughs> we talked a lot about setting up for an El Nino winter, mm. uh, and a lot of times people think that means more snow, and clearly that doesn't always happen that way. Um, we just haven't really had a, sh- a shot of cold air to kind of change that over. So while we've had plenty of moisture, we've had a busy weather pattern, we haven't had really any cold air to change that over. But this is not a, a direct result of that El Nino pattern really setting up, and we've really felt the effects of that uh, really since the start of the new year, you know, over the last two weeks.
1: So should we expect this type of pattern all winter, like through February, through March? Do we we really have to look out that far to it?
2: Hard to say. Uh, I do think it gets a little quieter next week. We got the opportunity for uh, a little system Monday night into Tuesday, maybe developing off the coast. Now, the question with that is whether or not we have enough moisture or enough cold air to turn that from rain or maybe a little bit of snow or some snow flurries or anything like that. It's really too early to say, uh, and it's still kind of uncertain whether or not that system is going to form. Um, but after that, you know, I will tell you, uh, if you're looking for cold weather, at least it looks like next week through the end of January, at least, it's going to trend to be much colder than it has been. So, um, really, when you do that, what you need is the moisture in the right spot at the right time. Um, but it does look like the cold weather is kind of here for the rest of the month after the weekend. Uh, hard to say how busy we stay, but I think after the first of the week, uh, we're quiet for a little while.
1: You mentioned thunder a few few moments ago. The old wives' tale, I don't know if it's scientifically backed, but it, it, you know where I'm going with this already. Uh, Charlotte, Piedmont, Carolina area, we hear thunder in the winter. We can expect snow within 7 to 10 days after the thunder. As a professional meteorologist, what do you have to say about uh, that type of statement?
2: It is hogwash. Ah. <laughs> If you, if you sort of break it down, you know, you kind of go back and you do the science on it. Uh, yeah, that's the old wives' tale. And when you really break it down, you're like, okay, well, what could, what could be the truth out of that? And if you think about it, a lot of times in the winter, we don't typically have thunderstorms. Now, of course, that can happen. But a lot of times what that indicates is that a system is coming through, uh, usually can indicate a change in the weather. So a lot of times, you know, it may have been warmer. Uh, a cold front comes through. You have really cold air tapping into warm air. Uh, without going into a lot of the weeds here, a lot of times those big differences are what create strong weather systems. And a lot of times you get thunder or thunderstorms out of that. But typically, when that happens, that can signal at least some sort of change in the weather, uh, which sometimes, you know, if it brings colder air, it brings moisture, it can lead itself to being snow. That is not the case eight out of 10 times. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So we're looking at this this pattern. You've been on the air with us every time we've had a storm. So we've been on the air every three, four days. You come on the air with us. Looking ahead, we have a nice weekend. Should we expect to talk to you again next week for the next storm El Nino front that will come through?
2: Well, you know what? We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm always happy to join you guys. If it warrants, warrants a little extra discussion, we'll be here.
1: Yeah. No, we look forward to talking to you all the time. Hopefully it'll be socially someday, but we just had a lot of, of weather to talk to you about. One storm at a time, one step at a time, one precaution at a time. Uh, anything on the horizon that we may want to keep up with Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week that you may see incoming?
2: Yeah, I say you know, there's at least a chance of something developing off the coast in the Monday evening to Tuesday time frame. Uh, we'll keep you posted on that. And like I said, if it tends to blossom up a little more, it looks like it may get some rain or maybe in a little more than that. Uh, we'll be back, and we'll have it coverage for you.
1: You have the updates for us. We appreciate all you do for the WSIC audience. Thank you so much for a few minutes of your time tonight and bringing us up to date. Have a good one, Chase. Thanks, guys. Have a good evening. Take care. Chase Myers, everybody. The... Carolina weather group joining us. You can hear his updates during the day here on WSIC News Talk. He's one of the meteorologists that provide coverage and content for us at News Talk. So it's been good for him. Uh, good, for, good for him. Well, I don't know if it's good or good for him. Sure been good for us, though, to have him join the News Drive at 5 as we've had some weather issues. And it's good to have him give us some updates on the weather. See what we're looking at. Give an accurate... Uh, getting an accurate count and a prediction. So we're looking at pretty wet day on Friday, January the 12th. Should be wet. Not like the flooding and high winds that we had a few days ago. So don't expect that kind of damage, but certainly be aware. And I guess the most important thing he told us a few days ago, each time he's been on the show, be vigilant. In your driving, your travels, your plans, just beware. Eyes up, ears open, and pay attention. What what's going on? We have a Let's go back to our ticket giveaway. Home shows coming up. January in February, we got the greater Charlotte Home and Landscape Show, January 26th, 7th, and 8th, and the Charlotte Home and Remodeling Show, February 23rd, 24th, 25th. We're gonna give away two tickets to each show, four tickets total in the last segment of the news drive at five, and we're ticking ever closer to that. So we're looking at 526 on the East Coast time. We're going after 545. We're going to give away some tickets here. And I've been giving the studio number that has been the traditional Statesville studio. And I'm going to update you with the new number that is incorporated here at WSIC. This will also get you into the studio as a contest winner or a news chatter, whatever you'd like to do. We would like to talk to you. I've done some podcasts and radio shows in the past. We've had guests on like Chase Myers for a segment. I've also done shows with entirely no guests at all, and my special guest was who? You, the audience. I'd love to turn this show into that type of format.
2: 844
1: Studio 4, that has been the number to the Cornelius Studios. That also works right up here in Statesville, where we are sitting numerically. 844 788 3464. Because it's radio, you say it twice. 844 788 3464. In less than 20 minutes, we're going to give away four tickets to those two home shows. Uh, Coming up in Concord and Charlotte Very good, exciting off-season here for the gardeners and folks Uh, January and February coming up Great time for some trade shows Good time for some home shows and some planning I know, a gratuitous self-promotion topic here With Waves Entertainment We have a lot of outdoor festivals and music coming up this year And we use a lot of our January and February time for the planning of that We're looking at, gosh, Tabawak, Second Friday Street Fest Festivals, Langtree Lives, Brookdale Village, maybe The Amp and Ballantyne. Gosh, we got a lot of music coming up. So if you're enjoying the winter weather, sorry to burst your bubble with some summer thoughts of some outdoor music and sunshine and heat. But uh, that's coming up, just like these uh, garden and home shows. I'm excited about these ticket giveaways and to talk to all of you. And if you miss your shot tonight... Don't worry. We're going to do it again tomorrow. If you miss your shot on the News Drive at 5, you don't have to wait long at all. The Scoreboard with Joe Berg will have four more tickets to give away during the 6 o'clock hour. And tomorrow morning, 7 a.m., good morning, LKN. Justin, Mamie, and Bill will have four more tickets. Then after that, Brian Summers, 9 a.m. home ad. He'll have four more tickets and 5 p.m. tomorrow. What are we going to do? I think you see the pattern developing here. The News Drive at 5. We'll have four more tickets to give away for you. So we're going to keep rolling the rest of this week as well as into next week and coming up into these shows in January and February. We love our partners here at WSIC News Talk. Couldn't do it without you, but yeah, ticket giveaway. This is the first one we've got uh, here at the news drive at five so after the break we've got more headlines coming up we've got to take a break coming up closer to the end of the show we want to talk to you 844 studio 4, 844 788 3464 news drive at five i'm patrick reynolds thank you for tuning in we will talk to all of you in just a little bit thanks everybody Welcome back to the News Drive at 5. I'm Patrick Reynolds here at WSIC News Talk Radio for Thursday, January the 11th, 2024. 5.34 on the East Coast here in the good old U.S. of A. Back to the local headlines. Statesville has been selected as the third overnight stop for the 2024 Cycle North Carolina Mountains to Coast Ride. The annual cycling event is set for October 6th through the 12th. Whit Tuttle, the executive director of Visit North Carolina, announced the route on Wednesday. Cyclists will ride from Spruce Pine to Ocean Isle Beach. Overnight stops include Spruce Pine, Lenore, Statesville, Thomasville, Pittsboro, Benson, Elizabethtown, and Ocean Isle Beach beach. Cindy Sutton, executive director of the Statesville Convention and Visitors Bureau, expressed her enthusiasm about Statesville being selected as a stop in the event. She said, we are thrilled to welcome Cycle North Carolina to Statesville as one of the key overnight stops for the mountains to coast ride. The event not only showcases the beauty of our state, but also highlights the rich heritage and attractions that Statesville has to offer. Some 900 bicyclists w- will be That is a tough word to say. 900 cyclists from across the nation are expected to participate in the event. The average daily ride is 60 miles. Online registration, ncsports.org. That's ncsports.org. A renewable energy company is investing $19 million for a new facility in Cleveland County, which will bring more than 30 jobs to the Charlotte region. Quantum Power Incorporated, a Mooresville-based business, is expanding in Lawndale by using the Broad River Assets Office on Shelby Road for a recycling center. The property was once a textile operation, Cleveland Mills. The investment is the first phase for Lawndale Recycling, a division of quantum power. It will take in non-hazardous materials and process them into engineered fuels that could be used by factories as an alternative to coal. Plastics will also be recycled at the building. The 300,000-square-foot building was selected after a search throughout the southeast because of supply chain factors and a supportive community. Lawndale is about an hour northwest of Charlotte. New jobs at the site will include managerial, operational, IT, maintenance, and office staff for the first phase, which includes upgrading the front of the building. The average annual pay for the 34 jobs will be In the $51,000 range, that is 11% higher than the Cleveland County average wage of $46,000 per year annually. The first phase of the project is expected to be complete by August. Plans for the second and third phases will be announced in the upcoming days. North Carolina Rural Infrastructure Authority provided Quantum Power with a $250,000 Rural Infrastructure Reuse Grant, which is used to develop vacant. Buildings and provide jobs. Quantum Power was established about five years ago by Romano and co founders Jay Schott, Joshua Drake, and Benjamin Van Hook. It serves manufacturers, recycling companies, and energy companies. The private company works with about 30 consultants and strategic partners. Teachers and administrative staff at Lincoln Charter School understand children can struggle with day-to-day life. To help navigate these sometimes troubled waters, the skills of Edison has been brought on board. Edison is a professionally trained therapy dog, actually a golden doodle. It's a hybrid breed originally created by crossing a golden retriever and a standard poodle. Because of the poodle and their lineage, Golden Doodles are hypoallergenic dogs which makes them ideal for therapeutic situations. His handler is Natalie Schultz, the elementary school counselor for the Denver camp- campus. Whenever a therapy dog is brought into a school, always, there's always before the dog and the after the dog and with the dog comparisons. Schultz said, I think my role here consists of serving the kids, but also the staff, creating a positive morale throughout the school. My role was a bit stressful. You deal with some heavy things as a school counselor. Also, because the children I work with are young, they can't always voice how they are feeling. With counseling, Schultz added, you must build a relationship with the individual before you can help them. She said people aren't just going to divulge information, takes a little bit of time. That's where Edison comes in. He helps build relationships with kids. He helps the culture and morale of the elementary school. I have a couple of teachers who come in on their breaks and also sit with him. While Edison adds a whole new realm of responsibility, Schultz said that now she has someone, if her life gets stormy, she'll utilize Edison's calming influence if she's having a stressful day. In Huntersville, a walk through the past combined with on-site history lesson and entertainment highlight the next Hearts event. Pre-registration is required. Now Hearts stands for History, Ecology, Arts reunion trails and store. So Hearts Happenings are monthly community gatherings featuring the arts with lectures, exploring local history, nature, and a sense, a shared sense of place. Events are operated by the Hugh Torrance House and Store, a private nonprofit in Huntersville. Hearts events are known for revealing the hidden history of the region by exploring local stories widely unknown in the community. And the story of the Torrance Mill. Is one of these. Now nearly forgotten, the Torrance Mill, built in 1824 by Hugh Torrance, was a centerpiece of the community for decades. Today, only a massive stone ruin remains in the woods on private property in Huntersville. On Saturday, January 27th, the second annual Hearts Milling Around event will be an afternoon visit to the ruins of the historic mill featuring mill historian Chuck Ketchy, traditional music, dance, and more. Ketchy, this month's featured speaker, has been researching photographing, writing, and talking about North Carolina mills for more than 45 years. He is the editor of Old Mill News, the international publication of the Society for the Prevention of Old Mills, and his knowledge of mill history is extensive. In addition, with arts a big part of each heart's event, members of the Charlotte Folk Society and the Cabarrus County Arts Council will be performing traditional music and dance on-site at the Mill Ruin. The lineup of old-time musicians includes John Renwick on bass, Ryan Navy on banjo and guitar, and Beth Brown on the fiddle. The site of the mill ruin is currently privately owned and normally inaccessible to the public. There is no parking allowed nor pedestrian access on the mill property. Guests will park and gather at the HTHS and take a complimentary shuttle to and from the site, and then a short winter walk through the woods to the massive Stones of the ruins the terrain to the mill ruins is not level nor cleared not advisable for guests requiring steady footing or level paths admission is free but due to limited transportation seating tickets are required in Statesville, it is a mission to flatten the line on drug and alcohol misuse. The Drug Alcohol Coalition of Iredell, the DACI, will hold its second In the Know event on February the 5th at the Statesville Civic Center from 9:30 a.m. to 5:30 p.m. The event is free with registration required. Well, folks, we're coming up on our final break of the News Drive at 5, and that brings us back to our ticket contest for these home shows. Right after this next commercial break, the phone lines will be cleared, and we'll open them up to you to win. We're going to have four tickets to give away. First caller in after the break. Wait till we come back on the air. We're going to have four four tickets to give away to the Greater Home and Landscape show in January in Concord and the Charlotte Home and Remodeling show in February. So the first caller in after the break. Don't call in yet. I see those phone lines lighting up. We've got to cut them off right now. I know you're eager. People want these tickets. That's fantastic. You're going to have to wait till after the commercial break. You are listening to the News Drive at 5. So if you miss your your, uh, chance to win tonight, if you don't get in, don't get your tickets, we want to tell you, the scoreboard with Joe Berg will have another set, four of them actually, right? Yeah, four of them at 6 p.m. tonight. We're going to give away four of them tomorrow as well. Also, Good Morning LKN at 7 a.m. has four tickets. And the Home ad Show with Brian Summers has another four tickets to go as well. So we're going to be giving away tickets, four tickets to these home shows through January and February. Stay tuned here WSIC News Talk Radio. We've got our final commercial break for the news drive at 5 coming right up. Going to remind you of that studio number, 844 Studio 4. Numerically, that's 844 788 3464. 844 788 3464. That is the winning phone number to four tickets to two home shows. So you got like two date nights, guys. Coming right up. Valentine's Day, here's your date night. You got it coming right up. You're listening to the News Drive at 5. I'm Patrick Reynolds. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back to the News Drive at 5. I'm your host, Patrick Reynolds. Thank you for joining us, WSIC News Talk Radio. Okay, these home show tickets are officially greenlit. Up for grabs right now. 844-STUDIO-4. We got four tickets to these two home shows. 844-788-3464. 788 Four tickets, free Come get them. Just dial in. Uh, The Greater Charlotte Home and Landscape Show, January 26th, 27th, and 28th at the Cabarrus Arena in Concord. And the Charlotte Home and Remodeling Show, February 23rd, 4th, and 5th. Park Expo and Conference Center in Charlotte. Call in. The tickets are yours. All you got to do is dial in 844-STUDIO-4. That's 844-788-3464. 844 788 3464. Well, this is the news drive at five, so we'll be back to our headlines, revisiting and updating some stories from earlier this evening. Local businessman Brad Howard has announced his candidacy for Iredell County Commissioner. Howard said in an official campaign's announcement, I'm running for County Commissioner. Because I believe that the people of Arredale County deserve sincere, transparent, and effective leadership. As we campaign across the county, I look forward to hearing from voters to better understand their thoughts, ideas, and concerns. I believe in freedom and reasonable conversation, and that we need a solutions-first attitude. He added, if elected, residents can expect more from me. I will put my business-minded experience to work in order to protect taxpayers, improve how our local government works for all residents, and help attract new businesses and jobs to our county. Howard, who lives in Mooresville, is one of seven Republicans running for the March 5th primary election for three seats on the board of commissioners. Early voting begins on February 15th. An Aradale County resident for the majority of his life, Howard said he has a deep passion for the county. He hopes to use his business skills and experience to address the challenges facing county residents. Howard said his tax... His top priorities are tax policy. He will advocate for responsible, transparent tax policies that support essential services while minimizing the burden on taxpayers. Infrastructure. He will work towards enhancing the county's infrastructure to support its growing needs and ensure a high quality of life for its residents. The preservation of rural farmlands. He understands the significance of maintaining the county's rural character. He will work to preserve, protect, and grow our agricultural heritage. Law enforcement and public safety. He recognizes the critical role of law enforcement, fire departments, and first responders in maintaining a safe and secure community. He will support initiatives that strengthen public safety. Education. He will prioritize investments in our schools, facilities, and infrastructure. Property rights, he will advocate for policies that respect and protect those fundamental rights. Employment opportunities, he is dedicated to creating new job opportunities and fostering a thriving job market in Iredell County residents, a balanced economic growth he as he aims to ensure the growth benefits all sectors of the community, Lake Norman Protection. He's committed to implementing policies that safeguard this valuable natural resource. Born and raised in Iredell County, Howard attended Mount Morin Elementary, Brawley Middle, and Mooresville High School. While working full-time, he attended the North Carolina, University of North carolina howard was honored as the 2011 business person of the year by the mooresville south Iredell chamber of commerce he played a pivotal role in the creation of the mooresville south Iredell developer council and the lake norman managed growth alliance He has also served on the board of the Mooresville South Iredell Chamber of Commerce as president of the Lake Norman Home Builders Association, on the Iredell County Tax Board, and many additional oversight boards. All that information is from the official release that Brad Howard has put out. Capping our lead story, two suspects have been arrested in the Arundel County Sheriff's Office investigation of multiple storage unit break-ins during December in Troutman and Mooresville. Amanda Sue Jones and Robert Dale Morton were charged with seven counts each of felony conspiracy, felony breaking and entering, and misdemeanor child abuse. A magistrate set bond at two hundred and fifty thousand dollars each for James and Morton. Victims reported the locks had. Been cut off several storage units and items were stolen. Detectives Charles Davidson and Kevin Sherrard of the Aridale County Sheriff's Office investigated. The detectives interviewed witnesses and reviewed surveillance video from the crime scenes and were able to identify a suspect vehicle as a Ford Expedition. The four-year-old daughter of the suspects was in the vehicle with them during the break-in where Martin and Jones are charged. They were arrested at a motel in Huntersville on Monday. Detectives are continuing to investigate the case. One more time, this giveaway of these home show tickets in January and February coming up in Concord and Charlotte. The General General Charlotte Home and Landscape Show, January 26th, 27th, and 8th. The Cabarrus Arena in Concord. Charlotte Home and Remodeling Show, uh, February 23rd, 4th, and 5th at the Park, Expo, and Conference Center in Charlotte. We've got four tickets to give away. 844-STUDIO-4, anyone would like them? Two for each show, come on in, 844-STUDIO-4, that's 844-788-3464, 844-788-3464. We've got four tickets for you, as well as the scoreboard does Next Hour with Joe Berg. Good Morning LKN at 7 a.m., Home Ad at 9 a.m., and right here at the News Drive at 5 tomorrow. Friday, January 12th at 5 p.m. We'll have uh, all this, all those tickets again. We're going to be giving tickets away right through the shows up to January and February. And I believe our phone lines are lit up. Do it. We have a caller on the line. Hello, caller. Welcome to the News Drive at 5.
2: Hi, I'm calling to win the ticket
1: They are yours Congratulations, thanks Yay! for calling in Alright, uh, who am I talking to? Uh,
2: my name is Sarah
0: Sarah,
1: welcome to the News Drive at 5, we have the tickets available in our Statesville studio uh, Additional information for all of our audience ha- the tickets will be available for pickup in our Statesville studio uh, Is that okay with you to come out up to Statesville? Yep, that's fine Where are you from? Um, I'm actually in Statesville now. Perfect. Nice and convenient for us. Sarah, thank you so much for calling in. We appreciate you very much. Those tickets are yours. Enjoy the two shows. Of course. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah, so much. Sarah, our very first winner here at the News Drive at 5. She's got two tickets to the Greater Charlotte Home and Landscape Show in January and the Charlotte Home and Remodeling Show in February. That's exciting. And uh, speaking, we've mentioned the scoreboard. With Joe Berg a few times, he's got four more tickets to give away next hour to those two shows. He is also the audio producer here at the News Drive at 5. My friend Joe, how are you doing this evening?
0: It's a beautiful day out today, so I'm doing great.
1: Enjoy the beauty today, because as Chase Myers told us earlier, it's not going to be beautiful tomorrow. (laughs) He did say that. He mentioned (laughs) it. What do you got coming up for us on the scoreboard tonight?
0: Man, we just have had some massive news stories break in the NFL And in college football, for that matter, three days in a row. Mm -hmm. Today's top story, Bill Belichick, no longer the head coach of the New England Patriots. That's a long time he's been up there. 23 years.
1: Now, do you think this is a good topic for your? You're probably going to cover it. He made Brady or did Brady
0: make him? Man, that's a tough one, that is, yeah. because because Brady did win without Belichick. He went down to Tampa and took him all the way. But it wasn't the way, other way around. Right. Now, I want to see if Belichick's done, or if he tries to go find right. a new challenge which I think he is I don't think he's done. I think he wants to keep coaching.
1: Now, he he's out at New England. Did he quit or was he fired?
0: I think it was a mutual mm-hmm. thing. I think they both decided, look, you had a great run. <laughs> you are 72 years yeah. old or 71 years old now. It's time for us to move on. I think that's the way it went down.
1: 24 years mm-hmm. as as a head coach same team. Is that
0: some type of record? I don't think it's a record, but it's definitely—gosh, it's long. It's not typical, you know. You see, oh, yeah. coaches get outed. I mean, Carolina coaches get outed in six months. Every few, <laughs> every <laughs> few weeks. Yeah.
1: Well, it's—it's it's sports as performance. You got to exactly. win. It's business. You know, just that's how it is. It's all about. Of all business. Um, so you got some NFL. You, we got, obviously, that's big NFL. We got some college football news. Um, and I broke a little bit of news with, with Joe itself on you the Round Round World, a little, little race in action. My auto racing fans that are tuned in and love that SRX series that Tony Stewart put together for the Thursday Thunder, the last three summers has postponed their fourth season. I don't have a lot of details. But right before we went on the air of the news drive at five, some social media on SRX, so a little bit more to dig into. If you got time tonight, I don't know if you can get any more, Joe, but yeah, if you got a little bit more in there, it doesn't sound like you need any content for the scoreboard tonight. It's going
0: to be a full show, because yeah. we also had uh, some high school f- uh, basketball games take place okay. last night.
1: Yeah. So we got high school, we got college football, NFL, possibly the SRX. If we can get any details on that, we'll share with you. But you got a busy scoreboard. Gosh, that's good. It's always a busy scoreboard. It's always a busy scoreboard. Yeah, it keeps us us talking. (laughs) Well, don't go anywhere, everybody. The scoreboard with Joe Berg is coming up right after the News Drive at 5. Thank you so much for tuning in. We congratulate Sarah of Statesville for winning her four tickets to the Greater Charlotte Home and Landscape Show and Charlotte Home and Remodeling Show in January and February. We've got four more tickets coming up for you tomorrow on Friday night. Thank you so much for tuning in and watching. This has been the News Drive at 5. I'm Patrick Reynolds. See you tomorrow.